welcome to America's Lost History, episode 2.1, The French and Indian War. I'm your host, Ron Wismer. Uh, welcome back. We had a nice two-week break while, unfortunately, my research for this got a little out of hand. I started this project going to talk solely about Robert Rogers and his rangers. That was my plan, but I realized halfway through that research that really we had to talk about the French and Indian War to really understand Robert's rangers. And then, doing the research, I decided, well, maybe I want to talk about how the U.S. Army, or really the Colonial Army, was able to defeat the British. And now a lot of that goes back to the French and Indian War. Then I was thinking, well, when I went to school, you learned about the French and Indian War, that it exists, but you don't really learn a lot about what happened, and you don't learn really the key players and why it was really so important. So... I wanted to kind of go over that. So today we're going to have a small intro into some of the background of the French and Indian War. First, we're going to talk about some of the important players that we're going to see. These names are all going to come up later in the revolution and going to be very important. So first and foremost, George Washington basically becomes onto the world stage during the French and Indian War. He learns his craft. He is involved in a couple of major campaigns and his name will be out there. Then Robert Rogers, who I talked about before, and his famous Rangers, which he will be considered the first special operator in the U.S. military. Even to this day, the Rangers keep his name as part of their tradition and credo. And I think from what I read, they actually use his Rangers rules for their own rules. Thomas Gage, who will be important to the revolution, he comes on the stage here as a British officer. And then another one is Israel Putnam, who very importantly will be in charge of the siege train from Ticonderoga during the battle for Boston. So those are the players we're going to eventually end up discussing. And I'm not really sure how long this series is going to go because there is a lot to this topic that people have not really known in the past or at least are taught in schools. I want to say not known because obviously there's professional historians who know a lot more than I do. So for the rest of this week's episode, I'm going to talk about some of the general background of what's led up to the French and Indian War. One of the major things we have to understand is the difference between the French colonies and the British colonies. The British colonies were almost exclusively on the seaboard, and they, for the most part, were focused on trade back to the continent, and almost exclusively to Great Britain. The population of the British colonies was exploding, and the French colonies could never keep up with their population, which is very important to the war and discussions later. Then we have the French colonies. The French colonies are mostly in Canada. In fact, almost exclusively, there are some Caribbean colonies that will come up later on in the story. But the colonies are smaller and are not very self-sufficient, which will be a huge problem later on in the war as well. But the French control a wide swath of area. They lay claim to the Mississippi and have almost exclusive trading rights to that. They have laid claim to the Ohio Valley and have created forts at what we now call Pittsburgh. They control all of Canada from the, from the seaports and Louisburg and all the way into the interior for their very important fur trade and all the way down into the, the Louisiana territory uh, where New Orleans will be founded and a lot of Acadians will be moved. 
So there's also clearly the elephant in the room, which is the Indian population or the Native American population. Many of these tribes are allied to the French. There are a few that are allied to the British, such as the Cherokee down in Georgia. Uh, and then there are a few independents, such as the Delaware and Ohio tribes, which will kind of go from either side and then eventually be allied to the British. There are trading partners going on with these native tribes. They have a pretty complex political system, and we will certainly do an episode on at least a few of those uh, tribes later on in this series. So in... 1744, from about March 15th to October 1748, France and Britain fight King George's War, which is about domination in North America. The colonial troops, which are basically militia from the colonies, are able to take the French fortress at Louisbourg, but at the end of the war, the colonies have to give that fortress back to the French as part of the Treaty of Aix la chapelle So clearly that's going to leave some resentment with the colonials who fought for this and then in 1752 to 1753 agitation starts to grow between the two countries again mostly over trade and land the colonists are the british colonists i mean are kept to the eastern seaboard and are not allowed to spread into the ohio valley uh, in fact there's parts of uh, northern vermont that they're not supposed to spread into uh, of course Pioneering colonists are pushing this boundary and moving further and further west and north, which is bringing them into conflict with the French and their allied native tribes, uh, causing massacres on both sides. And this is going to cause more and more resentment on the continent between the French and British colonists. So that's going to lead us right up to 1754, where we're going to be next episode when we talk about George Washington's expedition to the Ohio Valley um, as a Virginia colonial officer, and he will have some trials and tribulations. So we're going to have a couple of sources for this series. One of the main sources I'm using is the French and Indian Wars, Deciding the Fate of North America by Walter R. Bornman. And then I've also got a great book on uh, Robert Rogers uh, that's called War on the Run by John F. Ross. There's also a journal of Robert Rogers and then some other various sources I'll be using. And I will try to keep those posted on the Facebook group. Okay, folks, this is going to end us for this week. Next week, like I said, we will be talking about Washington's expedition to the Ohio Valley. And we're going to pick off and see how far we go in this process. Thank you very much, and everybody have a great week.